With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Welcome, welcome everybody to the KIRP Radio Show. This is your host, Pudgy, man. Y'all know how I do it every Sunday. Same place, same time, same place, same time, same time, same place. Y'all know what I do, man. So shout out to everybody out there, man. You guys are absolutely beautiful. Definitely appreciate all the love that you guys show, man, and all the support that I get. Couldn't ask for a better group of people. Couldn't ask for a better audience. Definitely couldn't ask for a better group of fans because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but thanks to all of you, um, we're sitting at, like 9.1 million listeners right now, a little a little over that. So shout out to everybody out there, man, who made that possible. I really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, it, it's been a wonderful journey uh, since we made it to that mark. So definitely appreciate all the love that we get on that end, man. 9 million listeners, 9.1 million listeners. That's been quite a journey over these past two-plus years. I mean, uh, kind of started out, wanting to do a talk radio show with a different perspective of uh, maybe, you know, just talking about the issues from uh, the voice of black people, you know, that have been there and um, that, that that's not removed. You know, it, there's a lot of people out there who, who have a perspective about, you know, the black community or any community that are so far removed that if they had to dwell there again, if they had to live there again, they wouldn't get it. You know, they couldn't survive it. They couldn't stand it. And, um, you know, this is not to knock anybody. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with any, anyone's progression. I don't have a problem with anybody making it. You know, I don't have a problem with people leaving the hood, leaving the slum or whatever it is you want to get up out of the trap, call it what you may. But I just happen to have a realistic approach. I feel like with this show and, and that's the direction that we took. And, um, you know, I'll be the first to admit, you know, shout out to everybody out there, man, who who send us email and, you know, the people that we interact with and folks who invite me out to speak to different groups. And, you know, whether it's, it's via radio or uh, other work that I do in the corporate America. But, um, you know, I, I feel like the direction that we took with this show was different because a lot of people out there wouldn't say the things that we say, but they think it. A lot of people out there talk about some of these issues that we talk about on this show, but they talk about it behind the comfort of their own walls and their own doors or at their girlfriend's house over a card game or, you know, some people may talk about it over dinner in the wine party. I mean, so the beautiful part of this show is that we have a platform for everybody to come to, you know, no matter who you are and express your views and your opinions, whether they're politically, socially or or, or otherwise. And, um, you know, we talk about a vast uh, number of topics. I mean, I mean, the topics that we talk about are, are just, you know, so sometimes they're far out there talking about aliens and whatnot, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, just fact and fiction. You know, we have authors on the show. We have politicians on the show. We have everyday working individuals on the show. Shout out to all you guys because you mean the world to me. And um, not to say that other folks mean, you know, any less, but, you know, I this this is a platform and this is a show for everybody. And, you know, I, I just wanted to address because a lot of people have asked me, you know, P, why don't you do this with the show? Why don't you take the show this direction? Why don't you take the show that direction? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bunch of different reasons. Um, you know, first and foremost, I love what I do with my nine to five. Like I love my job. I love the ability to, 
go to work and come home to my family. You know what I'm saying? And and I love the family that I have on my job. I mean, when you when you work a job and you manage other people, you know, and this is something that I, when I train other managers, this is something that I share with them that probably some of your bosses or you guys that are bosses, some some that this is probably something that you don't even realize. Like when you actually manage other people and, and you're looking at a schedule, right? You're looking at the schedule and, and you see the roster of employees that you have. I think a lot of people forget or even or, or never knew that by you managing these people and their schedules and their lives on this job, you're actually managing their family. You're actually managing their livelihoods in some respect. You actually have these folks' lives in your hands. And, and, and a lot of people take advantage of that, you know, by trying to take advantage of their employees, but I'm just not one of those people. I actually value my employees. I, I value my job, and, and, I, and I love what I do. So I won't let KIRP Radio Show and WM3G, which are my brands and my companies that I own, I won't let them interfere with what I had going on prior to this and the lives that I affect by making a bad decision prior before KRP Radio. So it's, it's a little more important to me. I have a little bit more integrity than that. Now, that, that's not to say that we're not going to grow the show to a to a different avenue, you know, to a, maybe a broader spectrum. I think in the near future, that's something that that we're going to do. You know, we've definitely talked about it. Um, I have a range of, of, of college students that help me with this show, man, and, and a lot of different people, family members and, and friends and some of everybody. And, man, shout out to you all. You guys may see posts in the middle of the night. You know, that, that could be anybody. And um, I try to sign my own posts when you see it on the blog or on the Facebooks and the Twitters and all that stuff. But, you know, at times I, we have other people that log on and they do that stuff. So, you know, it, it is a lot of people that KRP – uh, radio show will affect, you know, if we change the dynamic of this show and we do it more than once a week and, and it, why it, it's important to me, but you know, right now I think we got to focus on the direction that we want to take. And once we solidify that and, and it's, an, it's beneficial to everybody, I think that's when we're going to decide to, uh, you know, move to a broader, a, a bigger spectrum and be able to offer you guys that support us to the utmost. You guys are the B I G G-E-S-T, biggest audience out there in the world, and uh, a, a bunch of loyal listeners, man, and, and I really appreciate that. But, you know, we'll be able to, to gain some more momentum, and we'll be able to offer this show and, and more guests and more exciting features and, you know, uh, maybe video. Maybe we can take this show and, you know, we can televise it every Sunday, or who knows, maybe we're going to do it three and four times a week. But I think once we solidify where we want to go, because I have no clue. This this show is taking off far beyond my aspirations and, and any dreams that I've had about it and uh, definitely touch more souls than I ever envisioned. But, um, you know, once we solidify where we're going to go and we make those relationships, and and I think then um, that's when we'll get down to business, man, and it will be 100% KIRP radio show. All right? So shout out to everybody out there, man, who makes us the number one black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, with over 9.1 million listeners out there. And if you guys are listening via phone, check us out online at KIRPRadioshow.com. That's the official website. And shout out to all my soldiers out there, man. We show y'all so much love. We try our best to show you so much love. And we can never, ever, ever show you as much love as you guys deserve. 
And, um, you know, man, the soldiers are the best, man. So if you look at the KRP website, KIRPRadioShow.com, if you look at that website, you'll see some of the love that we show the soldiers out there. And you'll see, you know, how much love we show those guys by uh, looking at the camo that we have on the, on, the, on, the, on the website and the camouflage website and, the you know, the old school dress blues and the camouflage that the soldiers used to wear in battle. So, you know, that that's just our way of, of paying, you know, paying homage to what you guys do and acknowledge that, you know, these soldiers are the, are, are, are the gladiators. These guys are titans. They are security for the world, and we definitely appreciate that. So, you know, I'm always saluting the troops on here, man, and I hope when you guys see a soldier, you tell them thank you. I try my best not to intervene when they're having lunch or dinner with their families or whatever they're doing, but anytime I see someone that's a soldier out there, I definitely want to tell them thank you. I appreciate it. If I could buy him a cup of Joe, I would. If I could buy him a drink, I would, whatever. But I really appreciate you guys for what you do, man. Despite how people feel, despite how crooked the United States might be and the things that we do to stay number one on top in this world, I still appreciate these regular human beings, these soldiers with hearts of God that go out there and they fight for us to keep this country one of the, the most exciting, the most prosperous the most beneficial, the most beautiful place in this world in terms of being a citizen of. I love my country, and I don't care if anybody else don't like it. I am an American with possibly, because I don't even know my heritage all the way, possibly with African heritage. Looking at me, I'm black. You call it what you want. But I definitely love my soldiers. I definitely love the country that I know is mine, that I was born in from a sibling up in uh from an infant up and you know it is what it is man so shout out to all you guys out there who make this this country the best place in the world to be to grow up to raise a family to live your life and leave your legacy also guys if you listen on the website and you can't get us for whatever reason because frankly man we have a lot of listeners man and, and you know nine million listeners out there i don't even know I, we just had to change the website and pay some extra money for uh for more bit rate or bit width or whatever you want to call that but um Sometimes you can't get on the show. Log on to blogtalkradio.com backslash K-I-R-P radio show, and you can get us on there. You can look at the archives and whole host of things that's going on on there, man. You can look at the pictures of some of the listeners we have and some of the people who co-host and join us on on, uh, different shows and what may have you. So, you know, blogtalkradio.com slash K-I-R-P radio show. That's how you can find us as well. A lot of people listening right now. Shout out to Blog Talk, man, who... uh, who try to stay on those technical difficulties that we have and let us know what's going on. And I, I appreciate what Blog Talk offers us. And, you know, I definitely appreciate Blog Talk for helping us out and giving us this platform that we pay for, but allowing us to have this platform on their server. Also, uh, if you want to log in by phone, you know, if you can't get in by website and you listen by phone or you know somebody that doesn't have uh, uh, Internet access and they want to listen to the show, or if they want to make a comment, make sure they dial 619 619- Six three eight eight five five nine. That is the number. Hit number one if you got a comment or anything, and we'll try our best to get back to you. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn. I mean, we, listen, we're all over the place, man. But if you guys are on Twitter, which we do have a lot of Twitter folks out there, hit me up at NC Pudgy. That's my personal. I'm always blogging on there. I try to keep up with Twitter, but frankly, I got too much going on to keep up with it. But I do try. And if you if you send me a message, I try to get back to you guys within uh within a week or so at latest. And uh, you can find the show at symbol K I R P Radio Show. You know it is what it is, man. That's how we do it. 
shout out to everybody out there who's definitely holding us down, man, and I really appreciate it. Uh, Charlotte from Stretching Your Budget will not be on tonight, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take some time to get into some stuff that, that we didn't get to get to last week. Uh, there were a couple of topics that I, that some folks had emailed me on that they wanted to know about, one being uh, Adrian Dantley, because, you know, we're always talking about finances on this show, so uh, I'm looking at one of the NBA legends. I, I, mean, I mean, he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, he's not one of the 50 greats, not, not that I remember. But Adrian Dantley was de- is definitely in the same conversation when you, when you talk about favorite players or some of the best players out there or some of the greatest players that you've ever seen play. The name Adrian Dantley definitely comes up. Well, what's happened is uh, Adrian Dantley is a crossing guard. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm not knocking crossing guards, right? I'm not not knocking anybody that has a job, anybody that's working a job. You know, shout out to you, man. You know, do what you got to do. If you got to work to be a crossing guard, you be the best damn crossing guard you can be. Shit, I ain't got no problem with that. You do what you do. But, um, you know, for a former NBA player, one that was as conservative with his finances as Adrian Dantley was, uh, I found it a little bit weird that he would be a crossing guard. Well, reading more into the story, it seems that Adrian Dantley is not broke, okay? He's not broke, but the problem is he doesn't have any benefits. The man is working as a crossing guard in front of a middle school because he doesn't have any benefits. So he's working as a crossing guard to be to get benefits, to receive some benefits. So, you know, I found that amazing. I don't know what the NBA does, man. I don't know how the NBA takes care of their folks. Um, to me, if you ever made millions of dollars, there should be enough money put away for you guys to take care of yourself when it comes to health care. Uh, you should be able to take care of yourself when it comes to your basic needs and, and, and the things that you have or the things that your kids might need. So, you know, it's just crazy that this man has made, I don't know, over $10 million in his life, and he doesn't have health care. I find that, cr- yeah, it's, it's like, what? You know, what? I, I just don't get it. Right, right, don't say it again, okay? Don't say it again. Okay! Right, okay, don't say it again. Anyway, moving along to another story real quick, man. There's a teacher. Well, let me let the report tell you, man. Check this out real quick. I've right seen that karma's a well-mannered lady after all. A Texas middle school teacher has been suspended after allegedly lassoing a student during class. The history teacher was reportedly demonstrating techniques used during cattle drives. He asked for volunteers and had them run outside. But things didn't go quite as planned, with the rope catching the 13-year-old boy's neck and leaving him with bruises. The teacher has since been placed on administrative leave pending an investigation. A school district official told the Dallas Morning News, It was not malicious, it was not intentional, but it was very poor judgment, which somewhat surprisingly seems to be the consensus among many of the students and their parents. One of the students in that class filmed the lesson on his cell phone. He and his parents released the footage to the press to show the teacher was trying to be creative, not malicious. I didn't like pull anything, just kind of let go so it wouldn't, 
Praise and that's the way he teaches, and we I admire that. That may be true, but as the Dallas Observer points out, the video still shows the teacher throwing a rope around a student, which probably isn't the best idea. Police are reportedly considering possible criminal charges. The teacher told WFAA he feels badly about the incident and has agreed not to use the lasso again. Now, I mean, I'm not the smartest apple in the barrel, right? <laughs> and uh, I've read a bunch of different reports about you know this story, and I saw a lot of lot of things, a lot of comments, and 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 I just stupid comes to mind, right? I mean, I understand you want to be the you want to be the cool and and the cutting edge teacher and all that. Like you want to be the man. You want to you want the students to like you and. You know, you want to be the class that everybody wants to come to and the most respected teacher. And, yeah, Mr. Miller, Mr. Pudgy, he takes us outside and we get to kick it and we have a good time. And he tied up a noose and lassoed me and roped my ass and drug me back like a cow. Man, stupid comes to mind. I mean, you, what in, what in you makes you say, you know what, when I get to class tomorrow, I'm going to tie up a rope and I'm going to lasso one of my damn students. That's going to be so cool. You got to be a damn fool to think like that. What parent out here wants their child lassoed by their damn teacher? I mean, come, are you just, what in the, I need, I, I'm speechless. I, I can't even believe that this man actually thought this was a good idea. I mean, I can't believe he left the classroom. I understand explaining uh, uh, cowboy Western culture to the students so that they would understand it in first person. I understand. Listen, bring a horse. Go rent a horse. Get your horse trailer. Tie it to your sedan, your car, your truck, whatever you got. I don't care if you get them to drop it off. Bring a horse to school. All right? Let the kids pet the horse. Let the, t- let the kids see you lasso the damn horse. But don't lasso the kids. You're going to lasso the damn kids? You got to be out your damn mind. What's wrong with these people, man? I, I can't believe he did it, man. That's probably what the little... That's, that's probably what the kid was saying when he was getting lassoed. That's what he would have been saying if he lassoed my damn child. Because I would have came out there and put some whoop on his ass and went to jail for that. Because he deserved that. He lassoed the kid around the neck and drug him. God, man, what's wrong with these people? Anyway, <sighs> this is crazy, man. I I still can't believe it. I, I just I don't I, I don't know, man. I gotta go to commercial, folks. I mean, you know, you rocking with the KIRP Radio Show, the number one black conservative show. And yes, damn it, I said black. B L A C K. Black, blacker than black, black like coal, black, black like all black. This KIRP Radio Show, the number one black conservative radio show southeastern united states people hate me for using that black conservative mantra man it is what it is man i put titles on it and we defy them you know that's what we do anyway thanks for listening man we'll be right back with sonny johnson baby yeah my sis coming on here and the topic of the night is changing your lingo to fit in changing your language to fit in what do you do, man? Do you change your language? Do you change the way you talk? Do you change the way you dress to fit in? But just because people aren't comfortable with it, we're going to talk about it, man. And Shani going to share some of her experiences and 
you know, we're going to have a good time. And you're rocking with the KRP Radio Show, baby, 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment, krpradioshow.com, blogtalkradio.com, slash Show. Check us out on Facebook. Make sure you like us, baby, facebook.com, backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. Listen to what Jigga said. I want y'all to listen to what Jay-Z said before we come back on this break. You rocking with us, baby. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be drafted number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. It's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. (laughs) You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D. Rose. It's only the beginning. I'm all in. Deshiree is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independence means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechcheri.com Welcome back, welcome back, welcome black to the KIRP radio show, baby. 
day ever came where I got to interview him, I would make him choke <laughs> on his words. I would, I would literally make him choke because the simple fact that what reduces his message and his and, – and this is coming from someone. I go around to tea parties in Republican groups, and I quote Jay-Z. And yeah. what's thrown back in my face is, well, he's a big Obama supporter. And I always have to tell them, I look at him as a philosopher. So I pay attention to what he wrote in his philosophy as opposed to what he says in politics. Yeah. And now to hear that clip, to hear him come out and say, we want to be taken seriously as serious philosophers. Is, well, if you want to be taken seriously, that means you have to put that same agenda out in the public arena. It can't just be in your raps. You can't be a capitalist in your raps and a socialist in your politics and then wonder why no one takes you seriously. That is why no one takes you seriously. They you all can't are. stand beside the food stamp president with a black card in your pocket and then oh. ask to be taken seriously. You cannot lead in a phantom and then talk about someone who wants everybody to drive a Chevy Volt and be taken seriously. You have to put what you put philosophy philosophy wise into your works. Into into the public arena And like right now That just made me utterly disgusted That just made me utterly freaking disgusted That you want to be taken seriously When you don't take yourself seriously But I do oh. take myself seriously I do, I, I do, I do I'm no, sorry, I'm Happy, what's up bro? <laughs> Yo, you went in you, you straight went in Like You didn't waste no time at all You straight went in But you know, Sonny, they, they, hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm good with you. My bad. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I really, I really go out and I push his message because what he said just now is a hundred percent truth. It is what I go around saying. It is what I stick my neck on the line to say. He is. He raised a lot of us in a way our school system refused to raise us. And I wish that he would stand up for what he put in his philosophy, for what we bought into, instead of what is politically correct and what is politically expedient. And and it, I'm telling you, as someone who has actually sp- – I don't spend money on artists. I bad Jay when Jay come out, you know? Yeah. I don't I don't do that for everybody. I yeah. don't. And I, every time his one of his um, records come out – any other things that he do outside of it that I can support? I went to 44. Have you ever ate at 4040 Club? Nope. Okay, let me tell you about 4040 Club. This this dude want to break you for every capitalist to the core. I am telling you, four of these little slider hamburgers was like $28. It's not for okay? me. <laughs> okay? I'm telling you, trying to break your back. Just to do, but I understand capitalism rule. I ain't mad at you for it, and I even did it once and never do it again. But I did it once just to say that I supported him in that effort, yeah. and it just it just disgusts me. It, it really does. It gets me to the point where I'm like going to add him to my boycott list. I'm gonna start. I'd rather pay a, a capitalist off the corner than pay a socialist um, uh, out in the public arena. Yeah, no doubt. It's but they all are. Like this is crazy. They all are. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all about their money. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all about getting their paper. But they're no, not I all about even, everybody no, else. No, I think what it is is 
forget what it's like when they're hungry, but they don't forget it. But what they forget is the pathway it took them from going from hungry to eating. You know, it's like they don't forget when they was hungry, but they forget that journey in between being hungry and being fed. Yeah. And 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 in the meantime of being hungry and being fed, if you go back to reasonable doubt, Whoa. and you hear Jay in reasonable doubt, and then you hear Jay in um in um. I don't even want to say his last ones. I'm trying to think of, like, the last really, really good one. Blackout? Like, take volume three. We'll stop at volume three. Right. Even though Life and Times with Sean Carter, that was all right, too. But you you take that from, from reasonable doubt to the end of volume three. And what you see in that is growth. You seeing it development. You seeing yeah. it, you know what I'm saying, actually going from point A to point B. But... We got to take the journey with you. We we bought the CDs with you. I mean, like, take it back to the day when you first heard Hard Knock Life. Ooh. And you was trying to figure out what the hell are they saying. I knew. And then, you know, well, I didn't, and I watched Annie, and I couldn't even Ooh. I couldn't even decipher what it was. I it's the Hard the, Knock Life. Well, I would have oh. bought the CD because I wanted to know exactly what he was saying. It was instead of treated, you get treated. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody and, was trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, and, and, and it was simple when it, uh, when it came down to it. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Yeah. <laughs> instead of kisses, we get kicked. And that's what you turn around and do. Instead mm. of treating us to your truth, you trick us with Obama. You know what I'm saying? Instead of kissing us with your economic brilliance, you kick us with socialist policies. Ooh. I'm saying everything in your rhymes that made us learn from you and made you a philosopher, when you stand next to the antithesis of everything you've taught us, right. you cannot be taken seriously. I agree. It's it's it's. Most people don't look into it that way. Like mo- because most people they, don't look at it that, like they that. don't take him seriously. What he's asking, he's asking to be taken seriously, and the hip hop community doesn't. Yeah. You know, they take like what he says. Like what he says, don't just look at the first layer. He's not just talking to people outside of hip hop. He's talking to hip hop heads. Stop looking at the outside layer of just the girls and the cars, and he a boss. This is a Boss. Yeah. Do you think it's about the girls and the cars and stuff to him? And, and when you look at him, when he says, um, honesty, loyalty, trust, and I'll, I'll tighten my belt before I beg for help. Listen to, this, listen to this man, okay? And then look at your life. And you tell me you take anything JC say seriously. <laughs> I take him seriously as a philosopher more than just an artist. I gave... I gave him the title in my own mind as a philosopher long before he ever gave that clip. Mm. And I would just love it one day if he was to take if he was to take what he put in his songs and put it out and be the champion of it in, in the main arena. And that's one thing I like about J. Cole and I and I find this real funny. Like you don't hear J. Cole. And when J. Cole do come out on the radio, it's like some stupid girl like they trying to make him like the next version of um <laughs> of fabulous you know yeah. it's like some it, it's like some stupid kind of you know what i'm saying kind of thing like that instead if you go
go back and you listen to J. Cole mixtape. He's he's talking. You're not gonna you're not gonna trick me into um, signing a contract while I'm not gonna get my money. I rather I rather be hungry to get the right contract to sign fast. I'm like these dudes is giving you knowledge. These you know what I'm saying? He talks about the Constitution in his raps. He talks about our founding fathers in his raps. And then you hear him on the radio and oh girl, you got me up all night. I'm like what the? He did that to himself, man. When he went under J, I'm like, I'm thinking you going under J. I'm about to get, I'm about to get the next generation philosopher. Nah, it's about money. (laughs) (laughs) Simple, it's about a check. They won't catch a check. I I respect that. Listen, I always say to people, I I have no problem with folks working for me. I'm talking about in in real life. I got no problem with people working for me that want just a check and want to go home. I just want to know if that's what you want. Don't sell to me that you want to be the next. GM or the next CEO or whatever, and you're just the type of guy that just want to check. Just tell me. And and it's like with with the mixtapes and all that we got, the verses that we got from J. Cole, even Jay-Z, all these years, I got from him like you wanted to leave a legacy and bring somebody else up to that level. You want to let everybody know that they could get it the way you got it. You're looking at the change. You're a mogul now. Like you said, you're a boss. You're sitting on the bomb. What do you say? I got a bomb on the text, whatever, whatever. It's like you sold, you sold us a lie. You just wanted to check. You, you're the dude who just wanted to come to work and go home. And and while I respect that, because you're just saying get your money, I respect that. But you sold us out, so it make me not like you no more. That's, and that's the part that breaks my heart. You know, that's it, it hurts, the part. Yeah. But that's the part that breaks my heart. But I'll let you tell. I'll tell you one thing. I ain't gonna let it. I ain't gonna let it stop me. Cause you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rub it in. I'm gonna go around and keep quoting you. Cause at, at at some point in time, don't you got an answer? To us, maybe. You know, uh, I'm a, I'm about a dollar. What the uh, it's fifty yeah, cents? It comes right. sooner or later. That's capitalism. Yeah, sooner or later, you capitalism. answer. Tell capitalism me. in its purest form is capitalism. Any only yes. stand behind that? Yes, yes. And the, no, the sad part is, you know the difference between. You know all of them. You know socialism, you know destructive capitalism, and you know creative capitalism. Yeah. And you know all three. That is the, that I'm telling you above everything, that is the thing that ticks me off. Is that all right, I'm a, I'm I'm getting ready I'm getting ready to say something on KRP radio show. How about this one? Do it. How about this one? You take Jay Z and you stand him next to Obama. Who taught you more? Who gave more to the black community? Whoa. Huh? Who grew up with us? Who do you relate to? Who do you see yourself in? Jay. (laughs) Jay Z. And that is the point. That is the point. We don't know how to say it in any other fashion other than that. The crap, it doesn't mix. The two do not register together. Okay, like I'm looking at it like if you take Obama out of the White House, he is a dude that Jay wouldn't have gave a time of day to. Yeah. The boss wouldn't have stopped for him. This dude ain't never worked a day in his life. He don't own nothing. He don't move nothing. He don't shake nothing. The only thing that got him next to Jay-Z is that he's the president. And that's a big thing. Don't get me wrong like I'm trying to discern the fact. But I'm like, outside of it? On street level, how many of you 
looked at Obama other thing anything other than politician. Than that dude. That's what? it. Don't talk about if he won't end politics at all. Think about he has done nothing outside of politics his whole life. Okay. okay. So this is this is the coke snorting, weed smoking, <laughs> alcohol drinking. <laughs> And, and I ain't saying it out of discernment because I got skeletons in my closet, so it ain't like I'm saying it like, ooh, look at how bad. No, I'm saying on some real, <laughs> on some real. Yeah. On some real. This is what he is. What the boss had gave him the time of day. No. And that's the point. The point is that you gave us hardcore lessons to follow growing up. And you're turning your back on them. And those of us who respected you as a philosopher, we see it. And I will also note that those of us who respect you as a philosopher that see it are also the ones that's actually willing to spend money on you. So I would I would suggest you pay attention to that. I'm go- I'm going to need you to start saying the name because you're going to have people just logging in here and they think you're going in on me. You know what I'm saying? They think yeah. you're talking to me. You know? Oh no, not on you. I'm talking. I was, yeah, you know, I was talking about Jay. It's just yeah. you know, you hit me, you hit me today. When you hit me with that, you, you struck a chord with me. I yeah. apologize. Well, you know me. I'm all about surprises. I like surprising you, sis. You know, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> give you, give you something to talk about. Get you riled up because it, it fires you up. But it's it's real. It's like. The man is talking about capitalism in his rawest form if you go way back to when he was, I'm not going to say he was broke, but when he wasn't as well off, okay? And then he got better, still capitalism. Then he got a little better, still capitalism. Then he got straight, still capitalism. Then the political arena came at him, came to him. Like, yo, come here, because you got to be in the black community. Let me, let, mm-hmm. let me add something to your caveat, because this is going to make your story get bigger. Y'all yeah, make your story get better. Yeah. Okay, so... You had Jay coming up in the nineties, right? We yeah. got we got reasonable doubt. Yeah. And we had value one in the nineties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How did reasonable doubt and value one do? Great. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did good. No reasonable doubt should have went classic. That's he says it all the time. It should have been a classic. It didn't get it didn't get because I'm not even joking. I got to he put out volume two to make me go back and get reasonable doubt in volume one. What? Yeah. So I, when he put out volume two, that's when I went back and got uh, reasonable doubt in volume one. And I found my very favorite. My favorite Jay-Z song is Imaginary Playmates on volume one. Um, But. <laughs> I, I went back. No, I'm saying it was slept on though. All right, we're gonna debate. Yeah. Going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. We get debate. Yeah, no. This, this funny. The reason that it was my favorite though was it, it taught me to not try to fake like the other girls around us. Would you know they wanted to get the knockoffs that as close as it could be and everything. And when I listened to that song, it made me realize the real is gonna recognize you trying to fake. So so don't even try to fake, you know. And so I wasn't popping it at, I wasn't popping tags at the time like that. So <laughs> I understood that, you know what I'm saying, I just had to take the clothes that I had. I wasn't trying to make it look like they were something else. I just wanted to rock what I had and make what I had look good. And that was, you know, and that's, these are the lessons that, we, you know, we grew up with Jay with. But so in the ninety in the nineties we got we got reasonable doubt we got 
Volume 2. Okay, 2000s, George Bush comes in, cuts taxes. All right? Jay goes, all his records, he opens 4040 Club, he comes out with his clothing line, he gets total control of Rockefeller, and now he's controlling Rockefeller. They got shoes, they got alcohol, they got all of this happened. In 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 2000, he start in the 2000. He starts working on a deal with the Barclays Center. Yeah. Right towards the very very end, when everything was getting ready to crash, that's when he started on the on the Barclays deal, and and with the Nets. Tell me what Jay's done new. Since Obama mm-hmm. has gotten the office, what has Jay done new? I don't know. It's not a lot going on right now. Nothing, cause the economy sucks. And that's what happens when you when you raise taxes and you take money out of the pockets. Jay had a forty forty club that was destroyed in New Jersey. Yeah. He's not rebuilding it now because it's not even economically viable anymore. Well, it so kind of all of the stuff, all of the stuff that was created under this tax free, I mean this low low tax era, all of this stuff that you created, you are seeing them. Slowly, one by one, disappear. Think about all the rappers that had clothing lines and you don't see their clothing lines anymore. Think about all of the ones that started out, not the big ones that did it, not the 50s, not the J's, but yeah. like the Nellies with apple bottoms. Like, you see all of them starting to just disappear. When all of them sprouted in a time when we had low taxes, so people was willing to invest. And now that the taxes are going up, people aren't willing to invest. So all of those black stars that was making all that guap, that was making all that money, are now seeing it dry up. And now what are you getting? Now you're starting to see all the stars that are losing their houses in bankruptcy. This I'm going to need you to stop talking about my president, man. That's what this I'm going to need This is what you're asking for. Pay attention to what is going on in your culture. You want to be taken seriously. You say black people, don't, white people don't take you seriously. You say this person, that person don't take you seriously. Well, take your damn self seriously for once. Pay attention to what's going on in your culture, how these policies of government affect your culture, because that is the overall arc that is probably doing the same thing in your life. You're seeing your gas prices go up. You're seeing your food prices go up. You, you're, you're constantly seeing just the cost of you to get out of bed and make it through the day are going up. It's the same thing. When you start taking people money away, then they can't grow. And it's the same thing that you're going through that these stars are going through now. And wow. we need to stop pretending that we don't know stuff. We learned it the hard way. It doesn't mean or make it any less of a lesson. Just because you learned it the hard way doesn't make it a true lesson. You may, I mean, it doesn't mean that it's not a true lesson. We did hard knock life. Didn't we just talk about that earlier? It yeah. happens. Learn from it and, and take it seriously, man. Sonny, I'm going to need you to stop talking about my president, man. <laughs> He's my president, too. <laughs> you know, I ain't vote for the man, but he my president, too. I have no lack of disrespect for the president. But what I'm saying is he's telling me that the best thing for me is to let him take care of me, and I reject that. I reject that. I, re- I vehemently reject that. I think you feel some kind of way. <laughs> no, I don't have no, I have no 
no um, opinion on the subject. That's all I can say is I, I think you feel some kind of way, man. I, I listen. The clip that we played, and and I'm, I, maybe I'll play it again for. We got some new people. Welcome to the KRP Radio Show six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Hit number one if you got a comment. Thanks for listening. We on with Sonny Johnson at Sonny Johnson on Twitter. Sonny with an O S O N N I E Johnson. Know how to spell it on Twitter at NC Pudgy. It's me at KRP Radio Show. And uh, Sonny's pissed off <laughs> at Jay-Z because uh, basically, is it safe to say that Jigga really sold out? No! I, I know, no, it is. It, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, hold up, hey. Hold up. This is, this sold is, out. This is, this is why I will say no. And I, I, I will. Come on, son. I'll say no to the day I can interview him. Uh-oh. And, 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 and I'll give, I'll give him. I'll give him street. Look, everything I'm talking about now is not stuff that we learn in in school books or any. It's just this. This is the stuff that we learn on the street, right? Oh, yeah, you don't well, go around and bash someone without having a chance to to talk to them in their face. And and I would I would definitely like I I even lie to you. I'm a huge J fan. I mean, I don't think that that you can. Passed by that. The only reason I can get so mad is because I am such a fan. So, you know what I'm saying? I will have to get the bugs out of my stomach to sit across from the man and <laughs> ask some questions. I ain't yeah. going to even lie on that. I've never been one to, to put myself above where I am. But I want you to explain, you know, and if you sit in my face and you tell me I'm right, if you sit in my face and you can't defend yourself, if I can quote your lyrics back to you and you don't even have a fathom of wanting to, to be a voice to actually change stuff, then I'll then I'll come out like full war on war on you know. But until that minute, until that moment, I'ma say what I always say. I I take his philosophy. Not the crap he say not the crap he say out in public. I take what he willing to sell as his image. This is his records are his legacy. So I'm gonna take his legacy over the bull crap that he talked until the day I can sit across him and ask him some questions. Let's take it let's take it let's take it to two thousand eight real quick. I, I know I know I'm coming with the topic folks. We're gonna talk about it. It definitely it's definitely in correlation to the conversation we're having now. But I just wanna Sonny let me take it back to oh eight for a minute, right? Now you are, at the time, one of the most prolific black leaders in the country. All right, call you know how we feel on that topic, but I'm just saying, um, you're one of the black leaders in the country. Be it be it music, be it politics, social services, whatever you want to call it, and uh, community work, whatever. But President Obama is elected as president. Now, are you ex? Of course, you expect it. To support the first quote unquote black, I call it separate claim, black president ever. All right. Of course, you, chill, don't laugh, but you know how I feel about that. But anyway, of course, you expected to support him, but if you were to speak out against that, would you be ostracized because of it? Would you be blackballed because of it? It's, no, I know. I, I don't, uh, I'll put it this way. If you are a lower, not the boss. <laughs> the the boss doesn't get ostracized for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe an underling would. Oh, maybe an underling would. They would try to destroy an underling.
so you saying that would take Bleak? You don't go after the boss. <laughs> so you saying if it was Bleak that speak on it, they'd take away his his lifelong lifetime do rag concert contract. Exactly, exactly. Okay. But not to the boss. It don't happen to the boss. People follow the boss. <laughs> and and but the point is, the point that I feel most sad about is that when you at a point where you think where Jay Z thinks that Obama is more of a boss than he is. That's the part that ticks me off. He's the president. You know what I'm saying? That's the part that ticks me off. I don't care. I don't so, care. You know how people feel about Listen, look at look at my my aunt. Shout out to my aunt Lena, man. Love you. Mwah. Big kiss to you. She got more pictures of the Obama family than me and and her family. Like they got like Man, they got a whole wall. They, it's like a man. You, you just you just don't get it. It's and like no, they got to shine on her and, wall. And, and shout out to Auntie and let Auntie know I'm really, really very respectful. But the whole point of that is, I hope Auntie understands what God meant when He said no idol. <laughs> no, I mean you know she got the picture of the fake Jesus on the wall and it, all that too. Not, but it's not it's not a matter of the pictures. Is is not a matter of a picture. When you are when you are that obsessed with any human, it's not a matter. It could be like if 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 I held Jay Z above God, you know what I'm saying? If 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 that was the case, that you hold any human, and that and that's kind of why I have a problem like accepting when 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 I go out places and so many people come up to me and they're they're heaping all. I have a very hard time accepting it, you know, yeah. and I and I try to be nice and I and I say thank you and I try to be gracious, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, if it wasn't for you, none of this, you know. I'm like, I'm I'm like trying to pass it off as fast sure. as I can. When you have someone like Obama that soaks it in, and you feed into them soaking it in. It's just, it's not supposed to, you're not supposed to have that for a man that walks the earth. <clears throat> you know what, Sonny? Let me tell you what I realized this week, right? This week I just realized this. I was just talking about these type of things to my brother. Shout out to Rashad Woods, man. Loving Father Society. Look for us. We out here. We doing big things. I love being a black father on Facebook, man. That's what we do. Look for us. And uh, we got an event coming up. I'll read the fly off to you guys in a second. But anyway, 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 move along, move along. Here's what I just realized this week, right? I just realized that the whole premise and the whole activity and all of that, all the jazz about the first black president to 60-plus somethings is bigger than the devil being the president himself. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and what I'm saying by that is, like, it doesn't it, – listen, it don't matter – if 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 the president's name was Damien Lucifer Obama, I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't matter. The 60s and 70s somethings black folks and the white folks who who think that they're guilty about slavery when their ass wasn't even back there, and the white folks who feel guilty because they see something happen to black people and it ain't it got nothing to do with them. And the folks who don't realize their principles, those same white folks who don't realize their conservative principles is not what this man speaks of, so they may be a little bit more liberal-leaning. 
which is an indoctrination of a whole different type, Sonny, by the way, because there's a lot of, and this is something that don't get talked about. Like, there's a lot of white people who grew up with their parents telling them, look, do not hate black people. They're not wrong. They're not negative. I did this with Dr. King. I, we had black neighbors and this. I got black friends and da, 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 da. And that becomes into a whole different indoctrination of like, I can't hate these people. I can't even dislike them because I'm racist. Like, people don't even know where to draw the lines. But I just realized this week, Sonny, that the whole idea of a black president to those type of individuals, to those people, is bigger than the wrong black man being the president in the first place. And this that's is, where we have to life this is something. This is something... You know, we kind of had a little caucuses with a, and this is why I like stop participating with black conservatives. I mean, you know, like the other groups, because they get there and they're like, we're going to go and we're going to talk to the NAACP. Why? <laughs> we we, we want to reach out to Olive Branch to the oh, Urban League. Man. Yeah. Why? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you go into these places, Take the NAACP. The majority of the members, the average age of an NAACP person is 43 years and up. So now you're talking about people who actually went through the civil rights era. So like you said, I, I understand those people, but I put this in this mind frame because like he go, you shout out your auntie, I shout out mine. Yeah. I'm having this conversation with my aunt, right? And she's like, well, yes, and I think that it's it's good that they have the food stamp program, and some people just need to help, and, and it's okay if you do. And I asked, I said, would you ever take food stamps? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I would never take food stamps. <laughs> I, I, would grow, I, I, would grow, I would grow my own food in the garden, and right now they went out, bought themselves land, they grow their own food, they hunt in the wintertime, and fish in the summertime, and make Basically, everything they eat now is by their own hands. You got redneck auntie, auntie. Shout out to them. Love it. I love it. I love it. And I love it. And like when <laughs> we transition, we, when we transition to the next subject or whatever, it's the same. It's the same principle to apply. Yeah. These are the people that say it's, it's the same as with Jay. I can do it, but you can't. You know, like it's it's. I can live without food stamps, but you can't. I can go from destructive capitalism to creative capitalism, but you can't. But even though in in your lyrics you say Hove did that, so hopefully you wouldn't have to go, go through that. Go through that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I thought that that was the purpose of what we was learning. Well, me too. But no, I'm like at one point the hypocrisy doesn't fail. So what I'm saying, you're not going to reach the older blacks. You're not going to reach the older blacks. They are so set in their ways, and for you to take money to waste it on them, to bait them, to go after them, they have bought their leadership. Their leadership is bought and paid for. Okay, you're not going to get them. It is going to be the young ones that came up under Jay, that came up under Pop, that came up under all of these hip-hop capitalists are the ones that you can reach, and those are the ones that you need to gravitate to. And let me change the subject of your show. Look how brass I am now. Nah, we good, man. That's what we do. That's what all I right. love. Changing the subject of it because 
that that's 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 the core what I wanted to talk about on this one. All right, hold up. Before you do that, you hold that thought. <laughs> Just a second. And don't forget it. Write it in your mind. Do like Biggie. Like, put it in your head and get ready to spit it on the mic here in a second because we got to go to a couple commercials. These folks are paid for people to hear their voice. So, <laughs> listen, folks, we're on the air with Sonny Johnson, baby, at Sonny with an O-S-O-N-N-I-E. Johnson on Twitter with your boy at NC Pudgy. That's me, 9.1 million with an M, baby. Woo! That feels good right there. 9.1 million listeners out there, million we're working on some things, man. We'll be right back after these messages. Got to pay a couple bills. Let a couple people get the shine on. And shout out to my girl, Cheryl Underwood, one of the legends in comedy. Shout out to Cheryl Underwood. I'm going to let you guys hear this clip of Cheryl Underwood. We're going to go to these commercials. Coming back with Sonny Johnson, man. We're talking about changing the dynamic of you. Just changing the dynamic of you to get people to understand who you are and in order for you to fit in. Is it good? Is it bad? Should we have to do it? And we got to get back on this stuff, too, because I got a question to ask Sonny, man. She's talking about my present too much. You rocking with the KRP Radio <laughs> Show, baby. We'll be right back after these messages. See, this is what's good about First Amendment, where you got a right to laugh. You got a right to have your own feelings and opinions. I'm a Republican that supported, voted for, campaign, raised money, do everything, and still going to help and support. President Obama, because he's the best man for the job. Because Barack was so powerful that he can win a Nobel Peace Prize based on what he gonna do. Not what he did, what he gonna do. And then he went and... It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industries. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, Celebrity Chef Nikki Shaw, Teen and Family Producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Tiffany.com. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800 442 2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
Sound Chew, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D Rose. It's only the beginning. I'm all in. Sanctuary is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechery.com music right there, y'all. Uh, 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 uh. What you say, Sonny? Be smiling in your face. Oh, yeah, want to take your place. That's the cookout music right there. That's what I have. I'm huh? like, please don't make me sing on this joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's that music when I had on some jams and a, and a tank top, whole, whole $4 outfit. 
and uh, some snake-ass sneakers. Shout out to everybody who knows what snake-ass sneakers are, man. Welcome back to the KRV Radio Show, baby, live. We are live tonight, man. Me, your boy, at NC Pudgy on Twitter, at KRP Radio Show. And I'm with my little sis, at Sonny Johnson. And, you know, when we do it, man, we do it live. We do it together. I I don't know why the hell you ain't on this show full time, Sonny, but it is what it is. I understand, you know, you don't like us like that. And uh, moving on until we get Sonny on the show full time, or at least until we get her show on WM3G. Shout out to Kevin Daniels, man. That's my brother out there rocking in the governor's house doing his thing in the, in the state of North Carolina. And shout out to all you guys who continue to make us the number one black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, baby. 9.1 million listeners out there, and we're doing some big things. Also got to give a shout-out to uh, Guilford County, something, something, something. Shout-out to you guys. I'm sorry. I forgot. I don't have my list right here in front of me, man. But shout-out to Rashad Woods, and I love being a black father. That's our first initiative with the Loving Father Society. Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm almost, I'm getting teary out here. No, I almost choked. It's true. Uh, no. <laughs> Shout out to the Loving Father Society, man. We definitely try to do our thing, and we're trying our best to make an impact on the community and in the community from within the community, and we're definitely trying to leave a legacy, man, and, and, and I definitely feel like that's very important uh, after this, after me and Sonny talk, and we go to the next commercial break at the 30 and 45 time, I'm going to play a a poet. Uh, a, a poet by the name, spoken word poet, excuse me, by the name of Jay Ivy, and uh, he's got a poem. It's a two and a half minute poem. By the, it's called "Dear Dad." Amazing, amazing, amazing poem. I, I mean, this guy—you can see the passion. I actually saw it, but you can hear the passion in his voice. You can see the passion in his face when he's actually uh, reciting this spoken word poetry. Uh, also, check out something that we got going on for everybody in the triad areas in North Carolina. Uh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, Burlington, even Raleigh, man. We're having a father-son hoop, I'm sorry, a father-child hoop challenge this 2013. All fathers, we need you guys to stand up. We need you guys to sign up. There'll be trophies. There'll be free food, free activities. We get fathers to sign up with their son or their daughter, and we try to get you guys to come out and have some fun while promoting the strong your child. Um, the age groups are from 4 to 6, 7 to 9, 10 to 12, 13 to 17, even if they're 18, 20, 25, and 30. Bring your sons out and we're sure that you'll have a good time and that you'll enjoy. That's going to be Saturday, April 13th uh, at the Hayes Teller YMCA. That's 1101 East Market Street in Greensboro, North Carolina. We're going to start up at 9 a.m., and we're going to go until 3 p.m. And if you need more information about registration, contact my good friend Lloyd Mickens at 336-274-1507. Or you can also contact Andrea Wright at 336-271-3121 or the PiedmontHealthServices.org. Contact them. You can also contact me at KRP Radio Show at KIRPRadio at gmail.com. Myself, my brother Rashad Woods. Contact us on Facebook, whatever. We just need you guys to come out and participate because we're definitely trying to make a difference. This was sponsored by the Halitaze YMCA in Greensboro, North Carolina, the Piedmont Health Services and Sickle Cell Agency, also the Love and Father Society. That's us, baby. Yeah, we do our thing. And also the Health Start Baby Love Program Network in North Carolina as well. So we collaborate with these people, man, and we're trying to make some things happen, folks. We will have these events through the year. Through the year. And we're also going to try to bring Sonny Johnson down, man, and 
bring the pain with you guys and let you guys see what it's like to experience the sunny experience live and direct. That's what I like. That's what we're going to call your speaking engagements, the sunny experience. Like we got to make it feel good. Like, so people can prepare. Cause you're going to say something that offends somebody and you know, it is what it is. And you know, if they get too slick, they'll get jumped. Cause I'm not past beating people up. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, God, it's God ain't finished. He ain't finished with me yet. That's... Hey man, it's like this. Like as slow as I move today, I might get beat up. But I'm pro gun, so I'm just saying I ain't making no threats. I ain't making no threats or nothing. But I'm I'm a pro gun guy. Just to let you know, my eight year old can shoot. So let's get it. <laughs> People hate when I say stuff like that because they expect me like like Sunny like. And, and and moving into the topic of the night, when people talk to me, like they expect me to be the overly liberal, I hate whitey, I, I hate guns, no guns, and uh, Obama go, Obama go, and you know they expect me to be the status quo guy because I'm just I, I try to be cool. I call myself self-proclaimed, like the president claims to be the first black president ever. I self-proclaimed to be the coolest black conservative ever, and. and it is what it is. I just lay myself out there, and, and I like to, you know, just like my message in the show, I always tell people, you know, interact with people, open your mouth, speak, say hello, say hi, do whatever you got to do, because we can't do, we can't move mountains until we start speaking to each other to know when to push at the same time. So you know, I'm always advocating that, and I practice it. You know what I'm saying? I speak to people, even when it's awkward. I say, hello, hey, how you doing? I might have a do-rag and a fitted on, and I'm still speaking to the whitest of the whitest person in the room, the most squarest of the black person in the room, the oldest, the youngest. That's just what I do. No matter how you view those people that I interact with, I love those people. It's just me. And, I, and you know, we need to advocate that. But when I do it, people look at me and they think, I know this dude right here from the hood, or, or something. You know, I don't know what they think half the time. I'm just these are assumptions, man. Okay, but and and it's based off how people come at me. So, Sonny, I'm I'm asking you, when you've been through this, right? Should I change who I am? All right, this is the, this is the deal. No, <laughs> no. Let me give you this short answer, but I want to I want to explain because I don't I I hate having to constantly do this. And I have put my foot down that this this will be the last time I do this. You know what I'm saying? This will be the last time I say this and, and have people listen up because I'm not going back over this. I'm not going to put this somewhere and be like, please resort to this page and you can get your answer because I'm not going through it again. All right. I, when I, I did CPAC this weekend. And, and shout out to CPAC. And um, this is my second year there. Last year I got to introduce Andrew, uh, a little Andrew Breitbart. Um, a couple weeks before he passed, and this year I got to go back, and it, it was it was really bittersweet for me, and I, I have to throw that out there. Um, Andrew meant a lot to me because he was the first one that I saw, excuse my language, that didn't give a fuck, and 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 that's what excited me more about him than anything. He didn't care, you know. He went Definitely and he went and bum rushed the press conference. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he went out and he just did things where he didn't care. Now, yeah. I'm not Andrew in the sense that you're not gonna come up to me and be yelling and shouting and jumping all up in my face, and I can just sit there and take it with a smile. Andrew had that ability, and, and God graced him with that. God didn't give me that gift. 
You know what I'm saying? He didn't give me the patience to let you jump up in my face and start shouting at me and have me to just sit there and take it. He yeah. didn't give me that patience. So in that in that instance, I'm different from Andrew. But the fact of the matter is that you have to be who you are. And I want to – I haven't done this in a while on the show, but I want to bring back up my WHWD real quick. Because yeah, this is how every single thing, every single position, every single position – that I have, I run it through WHWD. And that's what what he do, what the hood would do, what hip-hop would do, and what history would do. And if my position doesn't line up with all four of those things, then I I work on my position because it's something that I'm missing. You know what I'm saying? If, if, If my position doesn't coincide in all four areas, then it's something that I'm missing. So I'll start off with he on this subject. When I started doing this work, I thought to myself, it would be better if I changed. No, when, in the beginning, I was just me. I was about as ghetto as ghetto can get. And as I started to progress, as I started to go and, and kind of do bigger things, I was thinking to myself, it would be better if I changed. It would be it would be better if I softened my voice. It would be better if I put my G back on, you know, the end of my end of my words. It would, these things would be better for me if I did it. So I I attempted to do it. I tried. And everything I did seemed to fail. Everything I put my hands on, it it failed. It didn't come to fruition. It didn't work out. And I'm sitting here fighting with God like, God, what's going on? What, What is up with you? And one day I got a simple message from him, and this is what I stake my what would he do on. He told me, I made you. You... You are what I need you to be to do what I need you to do. Stop mm-hmm. it. Wow. And and it, it I mean, it to me it hit me like a ton of bricks because it was like, hey, look at look at where look at where you are. Look at the groups you're talking to. Look at the people you're talking to. Why do you think you need to change? I put you here for a purpose. I made you speak the way you speak. I I, I did everything I did. Your upbringing, the way you was raised, the friends you had, the lessons you learned, everything in your life, I gave it to you so you could be at this point. Why are you trying to change? Wow. And so, I, I mean, and this has happened recently where I got this smack from him. So I got this smack from him and I said, you know what? All right, God, I'm going to be me. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do it my way. And now everything is picking up. Everything is seeming to flow again. Everything is seeming to work again. Because we need to stop fighting the, uh, fighting what what's politically correct, what society believes, of us, believes in us or what society wants from us. We need to start and learn some obedience. And when he says, I made you and I put you in place and everything, my work is finished. All you got to do is walk. We got to learn to rest in that. And that's where I've taken my rest at. I've taken my rest right now in the fact that I am who God made me to be. I am a perfect example of what he wants me to be. Now, come and form your weapon. Come and form your weapon. I'm ready for you. And what I'm getting is the weapon of... Well, maybe if you if you change the way you talk, maybe if you if you change the way you say things, maybe you could not quote Jay Z so much. Wow. No, 
No, because that's not who God made me to be, and I will not fight that fight anymore. If you have a problem with who I am, the way I speak, my upbringing, anything about me, you pray on it, because I'm done with it. I took it to him and left it there, and I'm done with it, so you can go ahead and pray on it. So that's what he would do. And you go um, you go to hip-hop, and let's bring Jay here. Um, they crit- um, truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense. But I did but five I did mil. Five mil and I ain't been rhyming like common sense. Because when your sense got that much in common, common you've been hustling since. Sense. Fuck perception, go um, um, go with what makes sense, sense, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole point is this. You got Alan West. You got Herman Cain. You got Deneen Borelli. You got David Webb. And I love all of these people. All these people do magnificent, wonderful, beautiful things. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, shout out to them, too. Shout out I've to them, no met, doubt. I've met all of them. All of them couldn't be kinder, couldn't be nicer, couldn't be, you know, better people. All yeah. of that being said and done, right? Yeah. How much does the black community move towards conservative principles? At all. Now, you can be as nice as all you want, but the question is, are you effective? No. So, and, and, and in there lies my point. You're not effective because when I turn on KRRP radio show and the commercial break comes off, I'm excited to hear what song is getting ready to bring us back in. You know it. You know, I'm like, I know I'm getting ready to rock to something. Like tonight we went cookout. I like that. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I can just like imagine my um, my um, my biological mother drunk, dancing around, bumping into stuff. <laughs> I'm like back, imagining right? it in my head. But see, that's that's the point of it. Because you do things like that, that that makes me feel KRRP radio show, as opposed to listening to Rush, listening to to Mark Levin, listening to these other, yes, they know the conservative points, they know the conservative principles. I don't understand their, so I don't like their, I don't know their songs, I don't particularly like the songs they come in with, I don't get the references they throw out, and there's nothing to say about what they're preaching or their principles they're preaching, is that culturally they don't connect with me, so I don't listen to them. Now, I had a guy come up to me, he's like, well, you know, if you just change a little bit, if you do this, you do that, you do the other. So I asked him, I'm like, who's your favorite conservative? Mark Levin. Mark Levin is my favorite conservative. I listen to Mark Levin every day. (laughs) Then what the hell do you need with me? You got your favorite conservative already, right? You picked your favorite. Then why do I need to change to be your, you know what I'm saying? You already got your favorite. How about you let me go out and do what I do? And let me be somebody else's favorite conservative. Whoa, you gunned them down. You know, let me let me go out and not um, preach to your sheep. Let me go out and find some. Let me lead them to a shepherd, cause I'm not. But I can I can lead them to Jesus and let him be the shepherd. But mm-hmm. let me do it my way. And 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 they don't get it. And I'm like, that's the point that I am now. You go, you go to hood, right? Mm-hmm. I have my family looking at me. I have my friends looking at me, and this is not a means that I'm calling them and telling them to look at me. They're checking my Facebook. They're checking my Twitter. They know where I'm gonna be. They, they go through. They look at my videos. They see my stuff. I will not have them see me and say that's not the real her. When wow. you see her in person, that's not who she is. She's a totally different person. 
on Friday night when she here with us as she is on that stage. Okay. How can I look at them and tell them that they can trust that what I'm saying is the truth if when they see me on stage, they don't recognize who they're looking at? Mm. You know, and 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 that means something to me. Because I can have all of this praise from the choir. I don't need the choir to praise me. I'm like sitting here, I want this I want the outsiders. Not the people that's in the choir already. Yeah. So so let me do what I'm doing. I'm going for the outsiders. I'm not going for the people in the choir. So back up off of that and let me have the confidence of looking at my family. My family was like, Oh, you know what? That was you. That was all you, and yes, it was all me, and I can be me and do what I do seamlessly. Well, you you know what, though? Here's the thing, right? The choir, let me let me get right. I got to stand up for this. Like, the choir, <laughs> the choir kind of already, like, had their revelation. Like, they already had the person who got them to the point where we are now. Like, like, there's somebody that we can relate to, or maybe it's a conversation, or maybe it's a video, it could be a song, uh, it, it could be a news reference, whatever. Like, the choir has already got where we are, and someone's already done that for them. So all we do now, Sonny, you and I, and those who are like us, and all those names you just named, shout out to Deneen and the rest of them guys, all we can do now is solidify that message and show them that, hey, you know what, all black people aren't like this. Most of us are like that, and here's why. You know what I'm saying? Outside of all the stuff that you see around us, all the, all the, all of the bubble, all the media hype, here's who we really are, and here's what we really believe. But you can't decipher that because you don't know anything about this lingo a lot of the times. Yes. Like you can't decipher that because you can't get through the media bias. Even though you're the type of person, and I'm talking to conservatives right now, even though you're the type of people not to buy into so much of the media bias against different people and different ethnic groups and different ideas, even though you're constitutionalist, sometimes when you're not comfortable with the way people interact or the way people talk or the way people live, you still kind of buy into it. You just don't realize that you're buying into it. It's so, indoctrination. I say, exactly. I, say it, I say it all the time. The biggest problem with conservatives is thinking that you got through without any other indoctrination. If you can't yeah, tell what part of the indoctrination got you, then you're in trouble. Like me, I don't like when you were talking earlier about the going up and speaking to people and, and I don't I don't have that. You know, and, and, and I say that openly because I know it's 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 something that, you know, is kind of my indoctrination. I don't trust people. I grew yeah. up with, with with girls trying to stab me in my back, and guys only want one thing. And you learn to put up your guard. And I've had my guard up since since you know what I'm saying since my teenage years. And yeah. it's kind of hard to bring it crashing down now. But the thing is, I can admit that that's my that's my that's my problem area. That's my shortfall. I can see where my indoctrination hit me, and a lot of them don't see it and I put it in the times like this and I keep trying to tell them I'm talking and talking and talking. I'm not never gonna shut up. That you go to a black person and you go, Oh yes, our constitution is a great thing. We love our constitution. What? Okay. <laughs> like, what? 
A black person only, I ain't, I'm not saying it, like I said, I ain't saying it to be disrespectful, but I'm talking off on my own experience, and niggas, y'all know it's true. When you think of Constitution, you think white, all white people wrote it when they had slaves. And that's the Constitution. It's nothing about what's in the Constitution. It's, nothing, it's all what the liberals have shaded the Constitution to be. So when you go to them and you say, this, I love the Constitution, and they look at you crazy, it's not because they're against what's in the Constitution. It's because they don't know what's in the Constitution. So me, I'm not going to go up to them and say, I love the Constitution. I'm going to go up to them and say, I have the right to say, fuck the police and George Bush hates white people. <coughs> and George Bush hates black people. <coughs> I almost died on the air. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I have the right to put my fist in the air and say black power. Now, I might not agree with the crap. But you got the right to say it, and that's because of the Constitution. Absolutely, Sonny. So when when Absolutely. the cop pull you over and be like, let me see what's in your pocket, and you be like, you no. can't search my pocket without a warrant, that's the Constitution. So yeah! Stop, stop going to them and saying, this is a, oh, I love the Constitution. Go to them and tell them what you love about it. I love the fact that the Constitution says I can have a rifle. Uh-oh. Did you know you can get one legally? <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Did you know the Constitution says that they can't seize your stuff? They can't take stuff from Did you know that? Do you know what's in the Constitution? Why they're teaching you to hate it? All of these loopholes that get you off of your charge, that loophole is there because of the Constitution. So if you don't even know your rights, then you and yet you fight for a party that's for your rights, but you don't even know what your rights are. Mm. And and that's the point. Stop walking around trying to tell people you love the Constitution and tell them what you love about it and what it means to them and how it how it affects their lives. You know, and and that's what it has to be about. And. It's, it's, it's just really ridiculous. Because the last one was what history do. And I think this wraps everything up. When you take um, what Nelson Mandela, he just celebrated his um, his birthday uh, about a month ago, a couple weeks ago. So a big shout out to Nelson Mandela for that. Shout but out to Nelson Mandela. Yeah, like that. He says, he says if you talk to a man in a language that and he understands, you talk to his head. Right. And if you talk to him in his language, that you talk to his heart. Right. And that's the point. You got a lot of people talking to people's head instead of talking to their heart. And we can we can win this fight by talking in their language. And another thing is, you want me to clean up my language, what, to pretend I didn't grow up in a democratically controlled city? <laughs> no. If you got a problem with my language, then make school choice a pillar of your platform. If you got a problem with the way that I say things, make mentoring a part of your platform. You know what I'm saying? If you have a problem with me, then you need to fight the Democrats harder. Ooh. So what what is it though normally um that that you experience, Sonny? Because I, I mean my message to people is now I, I get it, like some you gotta get in where you fit in. You're going for a job interview, 
I'm not saying it's okay to be ignorant. Like, I just wanted to be clear, and I want people to understand that it's not okay to be ignorant. Like, this is not what we're saying. We're saying it's okay to be you. It's okay to talk the way you talk. It's okay to talk how you talk. It's okay to be proper. Like, whoever you are, just be that person. But don't let folks try to sway you a certain way to be accepted. Like, I I think that's the message clearly that we're saying. But, Sonny, I I just wanted to ask you, what is it that people have a hard time with? Because I've heard... Yo, I've heard you speak numerous amount of times, and I love it. Like, I don't hear any flaws in it, but maybe because you're speaking to my heart. Exactly, and th- and that's what it is. You're not listening to my grammar. You're listening to my words. Yeah. You're listening to my message, not, not you know, not, not the ebonics of it. And don't get it twisted. You know, I'm sitting here with you, and I, you get this out of me, you know? Yeah. And it's cool, but let me go on Patriot Update Radio, and they get a difference out of me. Not because I'm two different people, but because we're talking about two different subjects. Sure. You know, we're talking two different subject ma- subjects to two different subject matters. But the same thing, the thing is, I'm still quoting Jay on Patriot Radio. I'm, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm still, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I do, my mama, my mama raised me properly. Yeah. So I, I know... How to, I know how to handle myself in situations, and different situations require different, you know, I understand that. And I'm not telling anyone to go out and be ignorant or be loud or be abrasive. I don't tend to be any of those things, except when I get passionate. And I can't even, I can't even front on that, allow on that. When I get passionate, the whole ghetto of me come out. <laughs> and it's not like I'm saving it until that moment. At that moment, my mind clicks, and I, God takes my tongue. And like I said, I didn't fight him on it. I'm not fighting him on it no more. I think I'm you not do fighting well. him on it no more. He made me who I was to do what he wanted me to do, and I'm not going to fight him on it. So you start wrong to me and you get cussed out, I'm going to say, God bless you after I finish. <laughs> Oh he must God. really needed you to hear that message. He must couldn't have got through to you any other way. Sonny, what would Jesus do? That's all I'm saying. What would Jesus, Jesus do? Jesus said, be obedient. <laughs> so when you have a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he tells you that you are okay, that you are meant to be what you are, what you were meant to be, then you believe it and you rest in it. And like I said, anybody at home can sit at home and say I'm wrong or judge me. But, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Ain't none of this about my works. Check it out. 619-638-8559. You rocking with the KRP Radio Show. We got to go to one more commercial because we passed that again. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to ask Sunny some more personal questions about CPAC because it seems that she took her significant other to CPAC with her. Even though I couldn't be there, I'm sorry I couldn't be there. We decided to have people to act a fool on the job and, and, and you know, we had to bring in auditors and, and the authorities and all this crazy stuff and, uh, you know. Your boy been working like you, like a like a I would say working like a slave, but I I would be the guy with the shotgun that tells the slave <laughs> past the gun line. 
So working like gun line, they got me working like gun line, man. Don't go past that gun line. That's a life reference, folks, if you've ever seen the movie Life. But anyway, shout out to everybody out there listening to the KRP Radio Show, baby. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. We will try or not to get to you. You rocking with Sonny Johnson at Sonny with an O-S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson on Twitter. And your boy at NC Pudgy on Twitter and at KRPRadioShow.com, baby. That's how we do it. Check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're all over the place, man. Listen to the show on iTunes. I forgot to shout out all my iTunes listeners out there. You guys are absolutely wonderful. When I say wonderful, I mean like the best, man. My iTunes listeners are growing like crazy. I think we got over 100,000 listeners on iTunes right now. Last I checked, 123, something like that. So shout out to everybody out there on iTunes, man. I included you guys, trying to keep you guys in here, and, you know, we rocking with, the, you know, the best, man. Got to go to a couple commercials. We'll be right back after this commercial. Sonny, I know you don't remember this joint right here, baby.
Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, Celebrity Chef Nikki Shaw, Teen and Family Producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Tiffanyinc.com. Stationery is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechcheri.com. Now look, I, I pull I pull rumors up on YouTube and I'm like waiting to after the show so I can listen to it again. <laughs> and like I like you should even put that in my head that I'm gonna like, be singing it for like five days. I'm seriously gonna call you on that one. Man, Bismarck Key is the epitome of capitalism. I mean, listen, with all due respect, and I know, like, I know people are going to get mad at me about this, but the man's retarded. Okay? The man's retarded, did his own album. DJ's massive, massive party is held in high regard as one of the most prolific DJs today. The man will rock a party. All right? And it's probably held as one of the hip-hop greats as far as the icons, the originators of DJ-turned-MCs. So shout-out to Biz Marquis, man. I, I love that dude, man. There's nobody funnier. If you never met Biz Marquis, he is the most regular of rappers that you could ever meet. I met Biz Marquis at a Waffle House. Shout-out to Biz Marquis. And I, I'm not even talking about, like, doing the music industry stuff. I'm talking about on my way to work, hungry, Stop at a Waffle House in Kenley, North Carolina, and Biz Marquis in there. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, that's that's okay. all right there. Shout out to Biz Marquis, man. That was cool. I love that man every since. And, you know, he was a little bit before my era, but I had to go back, get some of his music at that, at that time. And, yeah, I'm a Biz Marquis, man. I, I like that dude. Real cool. Real cool. So, anyway, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, baby, where we do it. B-I-G. And you guys are B-I-G in my book. Appreciate you coming through the show tonight on the air with Sonny Johnson, and she's sharing her CPAC experience 
And, uh, you know, we've been talking about some of everything tonight, but mainly we're talking about changing who you are or how you sound to uh, to get along with other people, you know, for people to accept you. And uh, it's been quite a journey to get to the place that we where we are now and, you know, how we've been talking about it. But I hope you guys have enjoyed what we what we said about it. And I hope people understand that, you know, you can it's OK to be you, man. Yes. I keep saying that to people like it, it's OK to be you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cool to be you. Like that's the cool thing when you can accept who you are and you can be who you are in front of anybody. Granted, we understand. Like you know, you can't change the game. Right? You got to play the game, and, and I understand that when you get in certain environments, I understand you got to clean it up a little bit. But you don't have to change who the hell you are and what you believe. If you don't stand for something, you'll stand for anything. Yeah, you'll fall you for yeah. anything. You know what I mean? So. That's kind of what we've been talking about tonight, man. And 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 Sonny, for what you do, I mean, because you're always speaking. Like my speaking engagements are far few in between, but your speaking engagements are major. Shout out to Furman University too for having me out there at a business economic conference, and that that was lovely. And uh, also shout out to Joel Killian for uh, having me at Wilson, North Carolina on the panel. Also got to give a shout out to Wayne Bradley, man, holding it down. Detroit, 1400 AM radio, baby. Another cool conservative. Yeah. Can we give him a round of applause? Wait. Okay. We don't have a round of applause, but I'll clap for you. Shout out to my no. man, Wayne Brady, man. Yeah. I give out, give, give, shout give out. A, a shout out to Wayne. Keep up with, with the with the fitty caps on your profile pics, dude. Uh, they make me happy when I see them. Yeah. Be yourself. I mean, it goes into everything we're talking about. It's, it's being yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you wear a fitted cap out on a regular basis, don't be scared to put a fitted cap up on Facebook. Wait, let me tell you, man. I, I, don't, I don't mean to, like, go in about it. And, you know, I, I don't commonly talk about a lot of different radio hosts on this show. But Wayne is the coolest dude. If you listen to his show and, and if you follow his Facebook Wayne is one of the coolest people. I ain't just talking about conservatives. Wayne is a conservative Republican. But he's one of the coolest people that you can know, man. I mean, for real. For real. Sonny, have you have you checked the show out before? Uh, no, I haven't. You man. know, I, I got a lot of opinions, so I like to try to make sure I ain't copying nobody's opinion. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, listening yeah. to somebody else's album before you rap. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. I, I, well, I try to show him some love, so I've caught... A few of the blogs. I think the show is kind of early in the morning, and they they out there in Detroit. But you know, I, man, I got the utmost respect for the man. He's definitely part of what we're trying to do, and, and which is simply convince people that we're just like you. All right, we we think some of the ways that you guys think. We dress and act and eat and put our pants on the same way you guys do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it, black folks aren't all about gimme. You know what I'm and, saying? We're not all stupid. We're not. And I want to add this caveat. Yeah. All right. And, and this this goes out for the uppity blacks. And I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. We all of us don't want to be like you. And 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 I hope that that message gets through very very clearly. All of us don't want to be like you. All of us don't want cocktail parties and. And mingling with people we really don't like, and traffic, and and all of the crap that comes. <laughs> up. We don't want to be like you. We want we want cookouts on Friday nights. We want spade games and kids running around, and 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 we want we don't want.
want to be like you. Okay, I don't want caviar, I don't want escargot, I don't want pate, I don't want crap I can't recognize. I want chicken, I want crabs, I want shrimp, I want steak, I want a potato, you know. We do, all of us do not want to be like you, okay? So <laughs> just get that through your head of understanding now. It doesn't oh make us God. less than. We just have a different idea of what's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? That's why, Sonny, that's that's why I love to hear you speak. And again, not running it in the ground. I know this is a show when I get that, but damn it, I'm on this show so I can shout out any other show I want to. That's why I like Wayne's show. And check him out on 1400 AM radio. That's why I like that man and, and his message and what he says. Because he, he like you, Sonny, like me, like Kevin, shout out to Kevin Daniels, who also said to uh, tell my sis hi. He's shouting you out, Sonny. But and and my man Rashad Woods and like like Sonny said in the interview with CPAC last year, the one I was privileged to be at when she brought out Andrew Breitbart, rest in peace, homie. Um, you are who you are. Like we are who we are. We we stand firm in what we believe, and it happens to be some of the same things that people who aren't frankly like us genetically, or I, I mean not genetically, but socially or or, or, or whatever. You, we just not like you guys, but we happen to believe what you believe, and that's okay. Like we got some common ground there, so I feel like we can reach out and grab some people. And, and Sonny, kind of what you said earlier, and I, I forgot to mention this, but at the beginning of this year, you know, I, I probably went on like a thirty-minute rant, and, and I won't say rant, maybe a confessional, because you know, I was telling Ke- I was telling Kevin, Kevin Daniels, I was telling my brother Kev, and I think I was telling my brother Rashad. I was saying that, you know, I think that we kind of lost, I'll say me and this show, we kind of lost who we started this for. Like, we lost our direction in all the all the tea party engagements and the speaking engagements, and it was cool, and we were out there, and we rocking in the GOP meetings and all that, and it, it got wild, and it got crazy, and it got really huge really quick, but I think we lost focused on the people who we started this for. Like, I'm not saying that we lost sight of them, but we definitely lost the focus. So that's why I had to, like, rewind, man. I had to reel myself in and pull myself back and say, okay, P, hold up for a second. You know what I'm saying? Like, chill for a minute because the message that you're talking is the same message. But, man, I got so lost in Obama mania and trying to fight Obama mania that that I forgot about the people. You wasn't being obedient. And that... That's it, Pete. That's that's what I'm trying to say. And and those who I guess those who who don't believe like us might not understand it. But that's what I'm trying to say is that we were getting so caught up in making it work. You know what I'm saying? We were getting so caught up in all of the nonsense, all of the same nonsense that 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 the right and the left always get caught up in. We got caught up in it, and we yeah. stopped. Look, we stopped focusing on people we stop trying to direct a message even though our message is completely for people it for everybody for everybody but, yeah but we but we stop because our own our own vanity and and and, yeah. and i'm glad you brought that up because i took and and everything that happens to me i look for god in it and even when i was at cpac at cpac i was looking for andrew because I was thinking, 
And I wrote a real good, uh, a real nice article, at least in my opinion. I think it was a good article. And it's up at um, Breitbart.com at, uh, at the conversation. But I took my fiancé with me to CPAC. Yeah, right, and yeah, I want to put him out there just a little bit, and, and then I tell I tell I tell you what I did to him because that was even funnier. But I um I took him to CPAC, and I was so wrapped up in everything that was going on at CPAC mm-hmm. that I wasn't paying attention to him and his experience. Now this was his first time at one of these conferences. Like I've been to several. Like you know I I've got my I got my my freaking fire mouth, so to speak, at for these conferences. So, yeah. so it, you know, to me, it's like another conference now. Right. I have I had not even paying attention to what's going on with him, with him. This being his first conference, this being his, you know, big first deal. I wasn't paying attention, and that's and that's kind of the thing of what we're talking about, is that we get so. And it's not even a matter of getting, this is how fast it happens. It's not even a matter of getting big-headed. It happens so fast and so seamlessly that you will never even know. It, it's, it's apathy. It's, it's the moment where you take your guard down and you stop thanking God for the little things. You know what I'm saying? That apathy yeah. moment. And it yeah. comes so quick that you don't even realize it's there. And it was it hit me so fast because I'm sitting there. After I get off the stage at CPAC, and, you know, I'm flying. I'm on top of the world, and Mike's sitting beside me quiet as a church mouse, right? And I'm not paying any attention to him because I'm so big on my own high horse at the moment uh, of patting myself on the back. I'm not paying attention to the lesson I'm being taught. When me and him finally got to talk, when me and him finally got to, um, to sit down and talk about the experience, I realized what I was forgetting, and let me throw this in. I've been telling Mike, to, I want him to, he has a unique voice. And I'm like, you need to get active. Start working with Pete. Start working with Kev. And and, and, yeah. and your voice means something. Your voice holds weight. But just like all of us, he's scared. You know, he's never done anything like that. He's like, you can do it. It's fine for you, but it's not for me. He's scared. And he gets there. He meets David Webb on Friday night. Him and David sit down. <laughs> Word. They, they have about a 45-minute conversation. Nice. I'm off talking to some other people. I just left him alone with David Webb. So on Saturday, we go back. We're walking. We're taking Radio Row. David is up there hosting his radio show. Now, mind you, David got a, radio, a nationally syndicated show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, come on. You're getting on air. <laughs> yeah, and Mike's like, Mike's like, Mike looks at me like, come on, he wants to have you on. And David's like, no, you. <laughs> nice. And I looked at him, I, I said, all right, sink or swim, patted him on his shoulder and walked off. Nice. And he went on radio and he did a 12-minute radio segment for the first time ever being thrown into the fire seamlessly. Seamlessly. Oh, being himself, you know he can't. He doesn't have the capacity to be anybody else because he's so he's very authentic. He doesn't have the capacity to be anybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's cool though. I love it. And he went on and he was himself and he did it flawlessly and he did it effortlessly. And out of all of that, that's what I was missing. That's when it's flawless. That's when it's effortless. It's flawless and it's effortless when you allow yourself just to be you, to rest and let God work. 
that's when it's flawless. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to your your fiance for that too, man. I, you know, I don't like to say names on here, but shout out to your fiance for doing that. That's major, 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 and I'm sure you needed that support. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that felt good to have him there and by your side and and just really to experience it because it, it, that's a different kind of experience, especially for the first time. I mean, yeah, I, I for the first major. time, yeah, it's yeah. freaky. It's really freaky, but that's what I noticed that it, that's what we need to start doing. We need to start, you know, bringing, if we're going to, like, I, I made it, I kind of made it up in my mind. It wasn't something I wanted to say, like, out loud right now because I hadn't really planned through it. But if I go back, when I go back to CPAC, yeah. I'm bringing blacks that wouldn't normally come. And if I could only do it once or twice or one or two I'm bringing one or two that wouldn't normally come. And that's how I'm going to start changing the perspective instead of fighting. Well, look, check it out. We are out of time. And I agree with you, man. We could charter a bus. Let's get it. (laughs) Shout out to Sonny Johnson, at Sonny Johnson, S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson on Twitter. And uh, shout out to all you guys, man. And uh, it's time to close the show, unfortunately. See, that, that's the thing when I'm on the air with Sonny, man. I never get enough. It's like, yo, time word up. It's like, quickly. Yeah, like the time goes by so fast. But I got a date with my wife, this hot oh. chick, this hot little slim red bone at the Fork Youngins. I mean, man. There you I'm, go. Psh, See, now that's, that's, the type, that's the talk I like to hear. Yeah, shout that's out what to it is. Shout out. She heard you, I'm sure. So shout out <laughs> to my baby. We got to shout out to Wayne Bradley again, man, holding it down, 1400 AM. I hope I got the station right. If I don't, you know what it is. Look him up. Also got to give a shout out to my brother Kyrie and Daz out in the West Coast doing major, major things. You guys log on to mouthtoears.com. Excuse me, mouth2ears.com. One of the most prolific hip-hop gossip sites out there, man. Really let you guys know what's going on in the hip-hop industry. Owned by my brother, operated by him and his corporation, and they're also doing some more major things with Mark Zuckerberg and the president of government. They're they're busy. They're important. So, they've been important to me. Anyway, shout-out to them, man, and also shout-out to Sonny Johnson for coming on the show. B-I-G in my book. B.I.G. You guys know how I get it. Also, shout-out to Adidas and D-Rose. Man, the return is back. D-Rose will be back real soon, we hope. If not, D-Rose, you are in our prayers, man. One of the icons. I, I really think that the NBA should exalt this man and really put this man in the forefront because he's an all-star in his own right. He speaks well, he talks well, and he's him. You know what I'm saying? He's all about him. He's, I'm sorry, he's all about other people, but he's comfortable in his own skin. Very humble guy. So shout out to D-Rose and Adidas, man. The return. We definitely sponsored by those folks who also hold us down. Shout out to Kevin Davis and Shy Woods, the Love and Father Society. Don't forget, we are coming up soon with an event, Greensboro, North Carolina. Look for the post on Facebook. Look for the post on Twitter. We're going to do what we can to get it out there to folks and try to help with the community, man. Thanks for listening to the KRRP Radio Show. Appreciate all the love that you give us, man. And we are out of here. It is time to go on love. Real go
recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Phony gon' recognize still, still recognize will. Like we always do with this time. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.